Christ is risen. Amen. It's great to see you all on this joyous day of St. Thomas that we're celebrating today. And for those of you joining us on the live stream, we thank you for being with us as well. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, today's gospel lesson, here we have St. Thomas who doubted the, the risen Christ, who doubted that Christ can, has risen, right? And our Lord appeared to him, and Jesus said to him, put your hand finger in the marks of my nails in my hands, and put your hand in my side, and do not be faithless, but, believe, but be believing. And then what was Thomas's response? My Lord and my God, truly our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, truly you are the Son of God. Now the thing you have to remember, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is that Thomas here was not the only witness, right? Following the resurrection, Jesus appeared to several of his followers. The point of your deepest need. In today's gospel lesson, he appeared to the Apostle Thomas to help him cope with his doubt. He appeared to Mary Magdalene in her great grief when she thought her beloved master was dead. His appearance brought her tremendous joy. He appeared to Simon Peter in his great sense of sorrow and shame for having denied Jesus. He appeared to Peter to assure him that he had indeed been forgiven and accepted. He appeared to the two travelers on the road to Emmaus who were despairing and doubting now that their great deliverer had been crucified. And Jesus' appearance caused them to feel the warmth of God's presence and love in their hearts. And he appeared to the disciples in the upper room, the disciples hiding, locked and behind locked doors for fear of the authorities. His appearance changed these broken men. It made them strong, confident, bold as lions, as St. John Chrysostom would say. They sang, they rejoiced, they healed, they taught, they suffered triumphantly for Christ. And not just for a few days of passing enthusiasm, but for the rest of their lives. This miraculous change occurred because Jesus had actually appeared to them. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I want you to remember that our Lord appeared to many. Also remember that the apostles, the ten of them, or the eleven at that time, because Judas's replacement had not been made yet, the eleven at that time, they all doubted, and they came to believe. And all the apostles, except maybe for St. John, died a martyr's death. Would they have died a martyr's death if Jesus had risen from the dead? Jesus rose from the dead, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and he appeared to many to confirm his resurrection. To confirm his resurrection. And that resurrection is confirmed when I say Christ is risen, and you say, truly is risen. That, that resurrection is confirmed. Jesus rose from the dead. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he is not just a great teacher. He's not just a beautiful example to follow. He is the Son of God. The risen Lord of glory, for Christ is risen. He came to the disciples. He came to Mary Magdalene. He came to, the, to St. Paul on the road to Emmaus. He came to St. Thomas, and he comes to you, to you and I today to appear to us. St. Paul writes, 
Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. It was that appearance on the road to Damascus that changed St. Paul's fanatical into from a fanatical persecutor into Christ's greatest friend. When Christ appears to us, my brothers to Christ, as he appeared to St. Paul, as he appeared to the apostles, he totally he changes our lives. He changes our lives. He transforms our lives. He takes our, our illnesses and he heals them. He takes our brokenness and he heals our brokenness. He takes death and he overcomes death. He leads us to eternal life. But our Lord and Savior didn't just appear to these individuals 2,000 years ago. He appears to individuals today. Archbishop Anthony Bloom writes from his writings, and I quote, he says, While yet a student, I was reading the beginning of St. Mark's Gospel. Before I reached the third chapter, I suddenly became aware that on the other side of my desk, there was a presence. And the certainty was so strong that it was Christ standing there that it has never left me. This was the real turning point. Because Christ was alive and I had been in his presence and I could say with certainty that what the gospel said about the crucifixion of the prophet of Galilee was true. And the centurion was right when he said truly this is the son of Our Lord not only appeared to Archbishop Anthony Bloom, he appeared to Alexander Solnitsyn, Russia's greatest living author and winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature, born in a godless state at the time when Russia was under, was under communist regime. Nevertheless, Solnitsyn joined the Russian Orthodox Church in 1971 and received his first Holy Communion then. Somehow, during the eight years spent in terrible labor camps because of his faith, or during his painful battle with cancer, somehow, because he refuses to speak of his conversion, Christ appeared to Solnitsyn. And Christ gave him the power to stand up against the might of the Soviet Union. And he single-handedly exposed the horror of the terrible labor camp that he was in. Our Lord not only appeared to Archbishop Anthony Bloom, but he appeared, he appeared also to Alexander Shnolnitsyn. And then there is Kri Tembum, in her magnificent book, Hiding Places, tells of the unspeakable horrors of the concentration camp in Ravensbrück, Germany, during World War II. Yet just as God was present with the three young men in the fire, remember we read last week at Holy Week, just as he was present with the three young men in the fire, as we read in the Old Testament, just as he was present with them, he was also present with Marie Tembu and her sister in the fiery furnace of the concentration. The risen Lord was with them, and they experienced the power of his presence. So the point, my brothers and sisters Christ, I'm trying to make is this. Our Lord didn't just appear to all these individuals 2,000 years ago. He appears, he continues to appear to individuals today, to me, to you, and to every single one of us. At no time in history can we ever say that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has stopped appearing to people. We have all of our beautiful saints that we that adore the icons of the church, the beautiful saints. Christ appeared to all of them. Christ appeared to Saint Nectarios, a modern saint, a beautiful movie that we've just seen. And Christ appears to me, and Christ appears to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. He appeared to the disciples. 
You will continue to appear to us today to show us the way in our despair to bring us hope, in our sin to bring us forgiveness, in our death to bring us life. Christ is risen. And we know this for a fact because we have the witnesses. Those who saw him after his resurrection, Thomas, Peter, Paul, the disciples at Emmaus, Mary Magdalene, right? Archbishop Anthony Bloom, Alexander Shulnitsyn, and most importantly, my brothers and sisters in Christ, he appears to you and me. He appears to us in our prayers. He appears to us in that inner voice called conscience. He appears to us in the sacraments of the church. He appears to us when we read the word of God and are reaching out to him in love. When we visit the sick and the poor, he visits us. He is with us to transform us, to love us, to forgive us, to lead us to the fullness of life in his name because truly he is as Thomas said, the son of God. Christ is risen. Amen.